and welcome to The Purple Chair. I'm Trisha. I'm Christy. And we are so glad that you joined us today. Christy, I know what you're going to say, but what's new with you? <laughs> oh, we're getting closer, though. Oh, my gosh. You guys are... Two you guys or three are, weeks Yeah, that's what I heard. I'm so excited. I heard that it's getting so close. So <laughs> you've got furniture and everything all done, picked out for the new house. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll be delivered on the 1st, which is... Oh my gosh! This week. Thursday, yeah, this week. Thursday, woohoo! Yeah, that's floors awesome. are being done right now as we speak. So, so what else do you have to do before you can move in? Um, flooring, trim. That's pretty much it. Oh, that's not that's not much at <laughs> yeah. all. Yeah. Goodness, then you'll be like lake life. Oh, honey, I'll be so happy. <laughs> You're gonna be so tan. Mm, probably not. <laughs> I don't have time to get outside. I know. I've been looking like because you know the wedding's literally Mm -hmm. thirty days away, thirty two days away, Mm -hmm. thirty two days away, and I am so white. (laughs) Thank God my dress is long, but I got to do something with my face. You need some self tanner. Yeah, something, (laughs) something. Couple, maybe a couple trips to the tanning bed. (laughs) Just a couple. I'm not a big tanning bed person anyway, but it is relaxing if you want to take a nap. Listen, I used to own tanning beds in my business, and there were some ladies that would go in and snore. You could hear them no snore. Way. Oh, no, no joke. I find myself funny. like dozing off, and then it is shut off, and then I'm like startled awake, and that's not a good way to wake because up Because it's either. your instant cold. Yeah. Like, Ooh, it's cold. <laughs> like, ah, uh, what happened? <laughs> so today I wanted to talk about miracles. I think we uh, hear a lot about miracles, and sometimes I think we call miracles miracles that aren't maybe truly miracles, Mm -hmm. but maybe they're just a great expression of love that God's Mm -hmm. given us. But but I can definitely attest that I have seen some great miracles in my Mm -hmm. time, and I... I kind of really was taken aback at a service that I was at recently that said, we don't see real miracles here Mm. in these days. Mm -hmm. And I don't agree with that. I think that we see miracles all the time. Mm -hmm. I just think that we have been such a blessed people that sometimes even the greatest things don't seem so great. Or we try to explain it away Mm -hmm. with, well, that's modern medicine or that's this or that's that. So... I'll let you start out on kind of maybe what you, your take on miracles. Well, of course, you know, the miracles, I mean, we had a service two years ago or maybe Mm -hmm. last year where a man who had one leg shorter than the other had come up for prayer and Mm -hmm. the preacher was, you know, praying for him. The, and I, before my, I stood right there and watched (laughs) this man's leg grow. I am not kidding. Right. And, you know, I wouldn't just say that. I saw it with my own eyes. Yes, exactly the same. Those are the kind of miracles that I think people are saying, we don't see those anymore. Mm -hmm. You don't see them often, but they're happening. Right. They're happening. And I think that they're happening more often than not just because we just don't Mm -hmm. make ourselves aware or our faith isn't where it needs to be. So we're not really seeing it as a miracle. We explain it. Like I said, we explain it away. I see so many people explain something away that Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, that was truly a miracle. Mm -hmm. What, what, or, you know, um, people who have a tumor on their brain mm-hmm. and then they go in for the next visit and the tumor's gone. There's a right. spot where the tumor was. They can see the tumor right. was there. Right. But the tumor itself is no longer there. Right. I mean, that's, 
you know, and they'll say it's unexplainable. Well, no, we can explain it. Yeah, we can explain it. There, mm-hmm. there may not be any natural mm-hmm. explanation, but there is a supernatural explanation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where things get divided because, I mean, and I think for me it is really confusing because we have so many shows and things on TV that obviously people like because they're they're mm-hmm. sci-fi, they're very supernatural in in their storylines. Mm-hmm. And people, like, really buy into it, but then it's, like, when it comes to, like, the miracles of Jesus, they act like, oh, I don't believe that's going to mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. That's a lot to ask God for. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was talking to somebody, and he's like, God doesn't care about that. That's that's something that, it's not important. And yeah, I was like, yeah. well, anything that you feel is important is important to is him. Important to him. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why you feel it's important. Mm-hmm. So I was looking up, I thought it'd be interesting just to look through some, I mean, we hear of the miracles of Jesus all the time in stories and things, but to actually really look up the miracles of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And as I was looking them up, I thought, oh, this is so weird. And I, I don't think we talk about this enough t- either. On several occasions, miracles in the Bible were of demon possessed people. Mm-hmm. And I found that interesting because we don't talk about demon mm-hmm. possession mm-hmm. as probably as often as we should. Right. Um, I think especially for Christians, they get really uneasy talking about a demon mm-hmm. and they don't think a demon can come anywhere close to them or that, you know, if you're in church, a demon can't be there or or that, you know, you can't traffic any kind of spirit or anything like that. And I think that we have really done ourselves a big injustice because Mm -hmm. if Jesus Mm -hmm. (laughs) was encountering demons, Mm -hmm. I wonder how many things we are are encountering Mm -hmm. that are truly demonic in nature and just need deliverance instead of, Mm. you know, maybe medication or hospitalization or even with healing. Sometimes that can be a spirit that you have Mm -hmm. that is actually having some kind of control in your life that you just are not realizing that that's the source of where your issues are coming from. But just some of the, you know, some of the ones that we're, we are pretty familiar with Jesus turned water into wine Mm -hmm. and Jesus cured uh, a nobleman's son. That's in John. A lot of these are in, of course, in the gospels, but the hall of great fishes. Did you know there were two times that he actually did a hall of great Mm. fishes? And I wonder sometimes if we confuse the stories in the Bible Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and we think it was just one big hall or what about, he actually fed multitudes more than once. Mm-hmm, right. And we don't talk about the difference in the two times that he mm-hmm. did that. That wasn't just one thing that he did. He cured Peter's mother-in-law of a fever. Mm-hmm. She was like on her deathbed. He touched her head. This is where the church gets laying on of hands. Right. Um, he touched her head and the fever was immediately gone. He raised a widow's son from death. Mm-hmm. He calmed a storm. Mm-hmm. I think this this was really significant, just just reminding myself that, you know, he actually calmed a storm, mm-hmm. a physical storm. Right, right. And how much more can he do that in our lives? And then he cured the paralytic man. He raised a ruler's daughter from death. He cured the woman with the issue of blood. Mm-hmm. He opened the eyes of blind men multiple times. Right, right. <laughs> He loosened the tongue of a man who was mute. Mm-hmm. That stuck out to me. He restored a withered hand. I think sometimes we explain these things away, and there there really is hope that you can be mm-hmm. completely restored. Mm-hmm. You can be restored 
completely normal or normal to, you know, our physical being. Another time he cured a deaf and mute man. He fed 5,000. He fed Mm 4,000. He cured a boy that was plagued by demons. Of course, he cured the legion, Mm -hmm. which was had many demons. He cleansed lepers, you know, really considered the uncurable. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of uncurable uncurable diseases mm-hmm. today he raised lazarus from the dead after right. four days right right he rose from the dead right he caused a fig tree to wither because it wasn't producing fruit mm-hmm. he restored the ear of a high priest after peter cut it off right. right right and then he rose from the dead and then there was a second great hall hall of fishes in john 21 1 through 14 so there's so many different things that i think that we don't You know, when I think of the fish, I think of provision. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think we think, oh, well, we just got lucky. We got a raise. We got that promotion just at the right Right. time when Mm -hmm. we were going to need it. We got the job that was going to carry insurance for our child that was going to be sick. I mean, there's a million things I can think about that I see every day that we don't consider miracles. Right. Your mom and dad are foster parents. We see a lot of times medical babies that have deformities and Mm. underdeveloped systems in their bodies. And they say most of the time they'll never speak. Mm. They'll never learn. They will never have expressions. And time after time we've seen babies thrive and have expression and they Mm. can hear and they Mm. can see things that they said that they would never do. So what are your thoughts on some of these? Well, I agree with you. I think sometimes we discount a lot of things that happen in our lives as, oh, that was just coincidence. Right. You know? Right. But all the while, God has set everything up. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has lined up. You know, he, he orders your steps. The Bible talks about right. how he orders your steps. And, and I think, you know, he, he already knows what you're going to go through before you go through it. So, Absolutely. So he lines these miracles up. It's just we fail. To see it as a miracle. To see it as what it is. Yeah. And it absolutely is a miracle. I remember, and I told this story, I think one time in our women's book study, that my brother, Jerry, his son, when he was younger, was having some learning disabilities. Mm -hmm. And there was a program um, out of St. Louis that they could enroll him in that would help him be, you know, to get to the level of learning that he needed Mm -hmm. to. He had multiple different issues going on with his learning. And... It was going to cost like $800 or $400, something like that. It was going to cost like more money than they knew that they were ever mm-hmm. going to be able to come up with. And my sister-in-law cleaned house at the time, cleaned houses at the time, and she just happened to um, take a different way to one of the houses she was going to go clean or after she had gotten off work, just one, whatever, she just took a different way. And she went to the Seven Eleven, And when she got there, this lady's like, I've been waiting all day for hmm. you. And she's like, okay, like, who are you? Because she didn't know her. Right. She said, the Lord showed me that I was to come here and I was going to see a lady with a cross on her shirt, hmm. like the cross on your shirt. And that I was to give you this. Mm-hmm. And when she looked in the envelope, it was the exact amount for their child to be able to get the help that he needed. Right. And it's just things like that. You just, there's no explaining that. Mm-hmm. And some people, I've heard people say, oh, well, that lady was weird. Like mm-hmm. she must have been psychic or she must have been this or she must have, 
you know, Mm -hmm. there's all these explanations. I think when we won't allow ourselves to grasp who God is and who, you know, who his son is, why he's done what he's done, then we discount everything. Our whole entire Mm -hmm. existence, we discount it with just explaining it off as something that just, oh, it just happens. And he's trying to get us to awaken. I know that I always tell everybody, like, the first time when you have your, your children, there's just such a miraculous thing that happens when a child is born that you cannot, there's just no explaining it away. Mm -hmm. And I think that we can see miracles like that because it's a happy and joyous thing, but sometimes we don't always see them in the day to day things. Mm -hmm. Is there some, is there a specific thing that you've ever, I was just sitting here thinking I, you know, just us, we are walking, walking miracles. If you really think about it, right. You know, just the way our bodies are set up, the way God has set, I mean, he, it's amazing because, you know, we have this heart that beats right. on its own. Right. We breathe on our own without right. thinking about right. it. We, you know, I mean, all the, uh, your body functions right. every day, day to day. Right. And we, you know, it's just, it's just amazing. And then yeah. for us to be able to produce another human being and, <laughs> right. you know, you were talking about your nephew a, a little bit ago and um, I can testify about my son, Eli, you know, he was born premature. He was born at 33 weeks, 32, mm-hmm. th- 33 weeks, we'll say. And, you know, they sent us home with literature. He was in the hospital for um, about three weeks mm-hmm. after he was born and they sent us home with literature that you know, he's probably going to be delayed. He will have mm-hmm. learning disabilities. He will probably end up with ADHD. He'll have, you know, he'll have this and that and the other. Do you know he has had nothing? Right. I mean, he graduated at the top of his class in high school. Mm-hmm. He he got his teaching degree in three years. Right. He is now a teacher. You know, I mean, and it's because, and I truly, truly believe that we dedic- when we dedicated him back to God, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we, we realized that. You know, we may call them our children, but they don't really belong no. to us. They belong to him. Right. You know, they're his. They're... So when you do that, um, when we did that, I believe that God truly turned everything around. Right. I mean, yeah, he could quite possibly had grown up with disabilities and sure. not been able to accomplish everything that he's accomplished. Sure. But God. Yeah, you know, God, exactly. He, he, as far as I'm concerned, he is, he's a miracle to me. Right. You know, right. That, that first of all, that he survived. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to have any extraordinary measures. Didn't he was on oxygen for a little while, but then he was completely fine. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, yeah. and, and that's the doctor came in and said, he's completely healthy. Isn't that awesome? He's just small. You know, he yeah. just le- needs to get it enough energy to suck through a bottle, you know, right. and stuff like that and maintain his, but as far as, you know, a lot of premature babies have difficulties for uh, yeah, have for heart long defects. Times. They and have visual. It, a lot of times, their vision is. Affected. I remember sitting there in the NICU and looking around at all of these sick babies that mm-hmm. have been there for months and months, you know, right. and aren't getting any better. And I just sat there and I would cry every day, just thanking God that my baby was not sick. But right. I know that's because right, God had performed a miracle on him the day he was born. Yes. Yes, he had his hand upon him. And, so he didn't have to go through any of right. that stuff. And that happens so often. And, you know, I know people have questions like, well, then why why did my child have developmental de- delays or disabilities? And those are all things that we probably won't know the full right. answer to on this side of heaven. But I think that, you know, 
even in children or people who have disabilities, there's a miracle within them. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people that have, you know, I know like autism, autistic children can be super difficult, you know, to know what to do, the right thing. And and there's such a broad range Mm -hmm. of how, you know, how to treat autism in different children. But I think about how much God trusted Mm -hmm. them as parents to be able to raise such a special child, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think that in itself, if we can look at it, and I think that sometimes our measure of normal is a little off. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because we think, you know, if our kids aren't rebellious and doing things and this and that, then they're not normal, <laughs> right? You know, if they mm-hmm. haven't dated and done, you know, years before they get married, then that's not normal mm-hmm. anymore. There's so many things that people say aren't normal that are truly God's way of keeping right. a protective hand on them through mm-hmm. their lives. And I feel that way about adults. There are things that I think that once you become an adult and you start maturing, you can say, I can see different places in my life where the hand of God was on me so that I could fulfill the destiny that he created me for. Mm -hmm. And I think about that with all of these miracles that Jesus did before. I mean, obviously him raising from the dead was after, but he performed some great miracles just to prove that God is who he is. I mean, Mm -hmm. he didn't have to do any of it. And I remember the story of when he turned water into wine, he actually told his mom like it's not time for me to even start doing this stuff yet right you know Mm -hmm. like my time hasn't come so I'm not I'm really not supposed to do this Mm -hmm. you know at this point but he did it because he loved her enough Mm -hmm. and wanted to make sure that the celebration was everything that it that it should be right and I mean it was his family so he wanted you know he didn't want any embarrassment to come to his family and so just little things like that so when you say like oh that's not something god cares about mm-hmm. well does he really care if you right. are able to have wine probably not but it was it something you were concerned about yes yeah. so he did something for the celebration of the union and the marriage of his of his family members so i think that miracles are happening all around us every single day mm-hmm. and we see so much of the negative or so much emphasis is put on the negative that sometimes it's hard to dig through it and see the miracle in just our everyday life waking it's up. up to us yeah it's up to us to tune our eyes and our ears into you know what god that was probably you right thank exactly you for that. yeah thank you i didn't do this on my own yeah. i know that i have abilities but again none of those come from mm-hmm. me they mm-hmm. come from god you know yeah. and the more that we can emphasize God in our everyday matters, mm-hmm. the better people we become. Mm-hmm. Because then we know that there's something bigger than us that is guiding us along the way. Right. I thought the perfect verse for, for today, it's found in John 14. And I'm going to read from the Passion Translation. It says, I tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater miracles than these, because I go to be with my father. So that means that miracles still happen today. That's Mm -hmm. what that verse tells me. Every day Mm -hmm. they still happen. We don't have to talk about what happened in the past. Our faith can perform the same miracles, even greater. Listen, I feel like when we wake up every day, it's a miracle. Yes. These days, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, we wake up. I mean, I he, opened my eyes this morning and got out of bed. That's right, a miracle, <laughs> right? And a lot of people will say, "Well, 
what about doctors and things like that? Well, gosh, if the Lord didn't give us physicians, mm-hmm. then how in the world would we have gotten a vaccine to mm-hmm. a virus in less than a year? That's unheard of. Mm-hmm. That's a miracle in itself. <laughs> right. You just don't. I mean, I know I've worked in the medical field for a long time and studies take years mm-hmm. and years and years and years. I read something about at least five years. Minimum. At least. In some studies I've seen, like for heart patients and even mm-hmm. cancer patients, some of those, they go way longer yeah. than that Ugh. to get a drug approved for a one condition. Right. You know, and so... I think that we need to count our blessings. Mm -hmm. We need to be thankful. If anything, we've said it over and over in 2020. If if 2020 taught us anything, it should have been about our blessings Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that we can, we are resilient people. You know, we can come through anything if we just rely on God. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have any questions, please make sure you inbox us. And as always, we just appreciate our listeners and thank you for tuning into the Purple Chair.